Hey, welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast Podcast. In this episode, I'm in Dallas, baby. Um, I'm here with Sal's Famous. This is his artwork. I really love his artwork. I love his story. Uh, he was on a, a podcast that I follow with uh, Talk to Rami. And, you know, I got to listen to his story and we're going to talk about it right now. All right, well, let's sit back, buckle up. Let's go Too Hard, Too Fast. Hey. Hey, this is Sal's Famous, and you know I'm going too hard, too fast. Dallas, baby, I'm here. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> uh, Sal, yeah. so thank you for being on, first of all. Hell yeah. I appreciate it. Um, I haven't been to Dallas in a long time, mm. so this is... Uh, a special thing and this is why i love the like being able to do this podcast so like and travel around meet people that are is not just from san antonio yeah uh, oh yeah but uh like i said i really love your art i really love um your story on how you were kind of like working regular nine to five jobs and and kind of trying to figure out what am i going to do when i grow up kind of thing correct yeah um, and then you took a big risk for your art right so we're going to talk about that Thank you for Where having do, me too. Thank you for coming all the way out here. Nah, man, no, man. No, thanks for having me here. And, yeah. and here at your house, it's like awesome. Uh, you've been a great host so far. Yeah, you bet. We're uh, in the dojo. For those that don't know, this is where the magic where happens. The, yes, where the art. Um, so I'm a w- little weird with art. Um, I've interviewed that makes other two artists. Of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's what like I I don't like what typically what, and I think that's what is attractive to people. Uh, I don't like the typical fancy art stuff, right? You know, and not not. I hope that doesn't sound like a not compliment, but your mm-hmm. art is like uh, it's it, it's like graffiti ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. um, it stands out, and what I like about it is like there's so much going on, and I that's what I love. Right. Uh, what what kind of style? What kind of style do you feel like it is? Is, is there a name for this? Stuff? Well, the wealthy elites call it street art, which I feel like that's a uh, little bit of a i don't know if derogatory is the right word uh that sounds a little bit like i'm a victim um but the elites call it street art um which i can't stand uh it's it's graffiti uh but mine i'm not a graffiti artist uh because i respect graffiti art like real graffiti artists way too much um shout out to my graffiti artists but I call it um, like just contemporary like street art. Maybe I, I threw street art in there. I said <laughs> yeah. that. Um, I contradict myself. Uh, but no. But I, I call it like contemporary abstract art, and then with a, like a graffiti twist. I, I rebranded it as like. But back in the day, it was called neo expressionism. Back in the eighties, yeah. uh, Jean Michel Basquiat, who's my hero, is the reason why I'm doing art. He's you know passed since the nineteen eighty eight, I believe. Um, Puerto Rican, half Puerto Rican, like me. Um, he uh, coined it, or they people, the collectors coined it as neo expressionism. So that's what it used to be called. And I repackaged it. I repackaged it myself as graphine, graffiti fine art. So is that's that what a I name like that it. you came up with, or is yeah, yeah, I just, graphine? I just, uh, yeah, graphine. That's like cool. I just, I just, I just thought of the word and I was like, oh, it sounds all right, and just use that. So, but I mean, you can call it graffiti art. You can even call it street art. It's just when I think of street art, I think of like a literally like a person on the street just painting yeah. and drawing and. That to me is like real street art. Now, granted, I have, you know, for my videos, created artwork on the street. Yeah. Because it's kind of like me making fun of it a little bit, but also being like, this is when I was homeless, I would like literally create art on the street. Yeah. But like on, so like on a or, canvas, but you were. You right. Were or a storage space right okay. over there up the road. Or stuff like this. Like, dude, this is a, a fence. 
that you yeah right? i picked it up out of the trash when i couldn't <laughs> afford canvases but it, it 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 took until you told me that it was a fence to mm. realize that it was you a fence. see the nails in yeah it. after that like i was like okay i see it but before yeah. it just it just looked like you created the whole thing yeah thanks man yeah i, I didn't even uh <laughs> this is year one i mean year seven this is uh a, a, just a raw fence that i didn't even have to like you know um uh, sand yeah because it already was weathered so yeah it's pretty wild so, I, don't, I don't know is there a rule like, no nah, you can I, touch I, it <laughs> i was gonna say I don't it's know. when people <laughs> have like i don't know if you're supposed to touch when people have like wing sauce on their hands yeah. and they're like Wah. no like, and i did it hand i did it earlier you were showing us the the paintings and i i saw this one i went for it and i was like what are you doing i stopped myself oh no, like, you're touch fine. It. no you're fine i mean i don't i don't mind like a like a little like this like a cariño caress yeah. you know uh it's just when people are like like uh, like, yeah. like scratching like pushing into it you know what i mean or like this or something people do that no i haven't seen it no, oh. not around me. They have. <laughs> uh, I'm not uh, a violent guy, but if you want to see me get upset, no, yeah. Well, that's why I was like, I was like, I, I went for it, and I was like, oh, dude, no, no, you're, you're totally. What fine. is wrong with no, you? You're, you're, I know where your heart is. So <laughs> it's cool, man. Yeah, it's but I good. appreciate that. So yeah. you said that you you were homeless. So mm -hmm. a little bit on the background, uh, you are originally from Dallas. Yes, I'm originally from uh, so just east of White Rock Lake is where I grew up, and then my parents got divorced because I'm a child of the '80s. I'll always say that mm. because all my friends in the '80s, all their parents are divorced now. <laughs> um, but like, so then when my father divorced my mom, he moved in with his new wife not too shortly after, right up the street, like literally over here. Oh, nice. So then, as a young man, want to just like be around, like you know, just my friends, and then there was a basketball court over here. I was like, I want to stay with dad more. So this is like my old digs. Mm. I mean, I grew up east of White Rock, but this is my hood. Yeah. Like, so yeah, and then I moved away to New York, Boston before that, then New York shortly after to try to you know try my hand at getting out of here and yeah. not staying and getting stuck here, and then of course came back, which is hilarious. But so. but which is good because I you know like um, I grew up. I'm from Eagle Pass, Texas. I don't know if you know where that is. I have no idea. It's Sorry. a small town in the border uh, to to Mexico. Okay. Um, but my thought when you said you know you had to get out of here and I and I heard that um, you say that on Rami's podcast yes correct um, I, it's almost the same mindset like I felt like I needed to leave Eagle Pass to do something mm -hmm. um, yeah and it's not and I've said it before it's not to dig on the people that stay like they did good things they're doing good things or or not whatever I don't right. know their story but for me I felt they I needed to leave or else I'm stuck right right and, right but that's mindset of a small town there's nothing here where dallas i feel like there's a <clears> lot going on what made you feel like if you stayed here you would get stuck well now in dallas there's a lot going on um then you know me being a young shithead i was like you know doubt new york is where it's happening la is where it's happening because there wasn't a lot here it was very kind of you know just a lot of families and it was, it was just starting to develop um when you're young, you want to move and groove, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, New York was the epicenter for fashion and culture, and you go there. I mean, I, when I moved there, I came back a different person. I still am myself. Yeah. Um, my saying is, you know, Dallas, uh, Dallas raised me, but New York made me. And my mother's a native New Yorker. Mm. So I grew up with a real poppin' mom that was like, talk shit, and, <laughs> you know, before she, you know, found God, Gloria Dios. But, uh, <laughs> but basically, like, you know, she was like, 
just popping and make people laugh and hold court and you know just moving and grooving and i love that about my mom you know she wasn't a lot like a lot of like a lot of other moms and uh my sister moved to new york and then me being you know us being only a year and six months apart i saw how cool my sister was and i wanted to move out there too Mm. because i wanted to be cool too because dallas was lame you know what i'm saying and then i moved away and then you know after your 20s man fuck dude i mean i was living on a pizza day slept on the subway from the f train going all the way down to you know from queens to fucking deep in brooklyn um and anybody who's knows if anybody who's listening who knows what that means you know what i mean and then the a train going i was not in i was not in like i knew (laughs) (laughs) so basically it was like the longest you could ride a train and sleep on it before you had to get off and and cross the platform to do it all over again and not get caught by a cop that makes sense um it just because i had nowhere to go after a while and um but then after your 20s it's like man this is for the birds dude i want to go back to texas because now now i'm appreciating all the small town hellos how are you oh you know what i'm saying moving and grooving in new york it's just like man you bump into something i mean i smashed into so many people like i didn't give a fuck yeah i didn't care dog like yeah i remember elbowing the shit out of a guy because him and his girlfriend wouldn't unbreak their hands because i was trying to get to work yeah yeah. I'm no. not proud of it, but I did it. No, and that's it's... something I would not do here, yeah. maybe. But it's something I would not <laughs> do here because I'm just like, that was the mind, it was the rat race mentality out there. Yeah. And I don't love that anymore. I'm, I'm like, dude, I love being here. I love peace. I love chilling with my friends. And, you know, it's getting busier, though. It's scaring yeah. me. No, it, it is getting busy, but there's still like, I don't, I, I don't know if it's like there's more space here. Like when people are walking on the streets, like even right now we're passing this like, huge center where there was a lot of people going uh, doing things mm-hmm. but you still saw like people kind of pass each other and kind of give you you know like yeah the, they don't know each other and they're just, just like hey i love that and then just keep going i love that uh versus yeah like i spent some time in new york and um it is just busy it's like i'm i'm on my way to something correct you know? um and then you know if there's tourists everywhere uh, stopping to take pictures, people are like, "Move!" Or you know, mm-hmm. like it's a building. Oh, I, I've done that before. Yeah, right? <laughs> I've done that before. It's, it's a building. You know, you don't have yeah. to take a picture of it. My uh, father's listening to this. He he's rolling around, being like, "Oh my god, what did I raise?" <laughs> but it's it's part of the culture yeah. up there. It's yeah. like it's just like we have a culture down here. Mm-hmm. So like, if you act like a New York asshole up there, which New Yorkers aren't real New Yorkers are not assholes. This is just the way of life, mm. and they don't have time. So when you you know people have some neighbors, and I love them the bits. But when they're out here, like, and I have to go somewhere, and they're like, oh, and they're being really long winded. Oh, yeah. I think they're lovely people, but I'm like this in my head. I'm doing like, wrap yeah. it up, let's yeah. go. I'm like, and I'm like halfway in the car, like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, wrap it up. I'll yes. I'll purposely go back in the house sometimes, not to talk to them, just because I'm like I don't have time. Yeah. I'm trying to work on this fucking painting, and I got to go meet a collector yeah. in five minutes. Yes, you know what I'm saying. No, I, and no, I don't no, want to be rude that. like yeah. Larry David or whatever. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But like, but it's just a New York mentality of like they don't mean to be that way. It's just because they have to jump on the train to get to work, and the next train won't come for another. 15 minutes if it's not an express train which my local my native new yorkers will know what i mean versus uh non-express it comes every 15 versus every five and then they have to go pick it up. it's just like a whole situation yeah. i'm getting agita just thinking about it <laughs> yeah man and you know what i'm super awkward with like stuff like that like when when the neighbors want to talk or something because it's I, I can't do small talk I, and it's, mm-hmm. I, I don't like it, but it's because I can't do it. I'm like, which is hilarious because you're out a, host a podcast, right? But it's, not, it's not small talk. Like we're deep, yeah, yeah, we're deep diving. Yeah, I got you. I it's got you, like, brother. Oh, the you. weather's nice, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it rained yesterday. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I gotta yeah, go. yeah, yeah. But see, there's something charming in that yeah. that I can appreciate now. 
But when I was a young shithead, I was just like, man, <laughs> fuck that. I don't want to talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just want to go do you. Just be about you. And after a while, you're like, you know what? I can appreciate it. But it's just when I'm in a hurt, like a real hurry, I'm like, yeah. I got to go. I'm sorry. Like, like, hey, like my chick will be talking to somebody outside. I'm like, yeah. hey, good to see you. <laughs> I'll like go inside because I'm like, I got shit to do, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, but so going back to, to, to being in New York, you went for fashion or you went to just hang out, be cool? So I was only into fashion at the time because uh, my father is in the rag business, as he, as he calls it. Um, and I grew up in the Did rag business. you say the business. rat or rat? Rag, rag business. Oh, rag. Okay. Rag, rag, rag. Sorry. I, I, no, no, no. You're I, I, Listen, no, but I, I do mumble. I don't, I don't, I don't open mumble. my mouth when I talk, so <laughs> my wife gets mad at that My all mom the time. used to hate me. <laughs> mumble too much. Yeah. Um, my, my dad was in the rag business, and I grew up at a very high-end store. Uh, that I'm not going to name just for his privacy. But um, mm-hmm. basically, um, I wanted to get out, like you were saying. It was just like small town, like I, small town-ish. Yeah. All my friends were having kids or getting into trouble and whatever, whatever. And I was like, I want to do something else, but I don't want to move to New York. My sister lived in New York, and I was like, I don't think it's, I, don't think I have it. Right. So I wanted to move to my, my cousin was living in Boston, Massachusetts. So I moved to Boston, um, and my dad helped me do that. But I was working at a clothing store. So I thought I would always wanted to do something fashion yeah. related. Yeah. And, and you do have like a pretty awesome fashion, by the way. You. Very <laughs> kind. My dad would beg to differ. He'd be like, you wear those suits again? I'm like, no, fuck no. Just no. for the job you want. I, I want to yeah. be a rock star. So I want to look like a rock star. Yeah. So, um, but no, but um, to, to your point, though, about it's kind of interesting. Um, there's a podcast called Legion of Skanks. And they were talking about the same thing about their friends that stayed. No, no disrespect to anybody. But Which, by the friends, way, I just edit out the name of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. Damn. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, but they're friends that stayed, and they're like, "There's nothing wrong with that." But yeah. we opted out to do something that we wanted to go do and pursue. Yeah. And now they're all very famous comedians in the comedy world. Um, not Joe Rogan level or anything, yeah. or Jay no, Chappelle, but they're like, yeah. they're like right there those are their friends yeah um, no they're big time yeah sure. and they start out doing just a podcast with their friends you know what i mean um but anyway but there's something to that 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 mindset of of someone who wants to do something else that is like i need to i need to do that for me because that's what i see winning is doing that because yeah. if i stay here which is hilarious because i came back here but it took me to leave and come back and it worked out perfectly because now i don't have to be with instagram and everything else you don't need to be in a big city to be exposed. Yeah, right. There's somebody who's Dubai right now is probably looking at my stuff and I don't even know it yet. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That's probably, that's, that's that's real. Yeah. I mean, not saying that's that's happening right now, but it's that could be that's No, I mean, you know. it, it is happening cuz you know, thanks to like the YouTube and the and the Spotify, they'll tell you like who's listening. Mm. And even being smaller podcasts like you still see the numbers. There's numbers in Germany. I was like Yep. How is this reaching Germany, you know? Correct. Um, yeah, it's so crazy. It's, you never know who's listening, who's watching, uh, and who's enjoying your art. Right. Um, when you were in Boston, uh, were, you, uh, were you thinking about already, like, art there? Or when, when did you start um, actually thinking, like, I want to pursue art as a career or, or, or as my, my life and my passion? Um, versus, well, actually, and honestly, the, how did you... In high school, did you do art stuff? 
Yes, I did. Art, art stuff. Is no, no, work no, 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 no. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like talking to one of my tíos right now. Oh, those pictures, you, you, you draw those pictures. Es la chingadera. You draw those pictures. Give me a beer. Pinche artista over here. No, um, so, uh, no, I, I know what you mean, brother. Oh, but yeah, I went to Arts Magnet, Booker T. Washington, as, it, as, it, as it's known as. It's downtown. Oh, so you um, went to a school that was for art, just for But I was a shit art student. I was horrible. Uh, my my. What pushed you to that? Because that, that that that's a choice you have to make. Okay, so okay, so I went to Booker T. Washington, right? Uh, Arts Magnet, as people know it, um, where Erica Badu graduated from, Roy Hargrove, Nora Jones. These are the three big names, right? Mm-hmm. That people know. Um, and so what pushed me to go there is I had graduated from middle school at uh, Robert T. Hill over here, and all my friends were going to Brian Adams. And I was like, I ain't going to work in Brian Adams because <laughs> everybody, once again, they were like getting their girlfriends pregnant mm. and all this shit. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm not going there. So my dad was like, you know, excuse me, your sister who goes to uh, Booker T, super artistic. My sister, she was badass, dude. Um, so she, excuse me, sorry. No, so good. she was going there and her shit went into uh, uh, the DMA, Dallas Museum of Art. Oh, like okay. as a young up-and-coming artists yeah, like look yeah, yeah. out for this chick right yeah. so i was like you know what it's got to be in the blood so i'm gonna try my ass off failed the first time i tried out because you have to try out you have to do like 15 minute clay thing they should be they, accepted into yes the they're like do this clay of a of a anvil or something like that so you have to sculpt it oh wow right i'm a shit sculptor so 15, well, what if, yeah what if you don't even that's not your passion like sculpting like, they just want to like, see your potential oh, okay. it's like um it's like a basketball player Let's see your layup. Let's see your three pointer. Let's see your dunk. And you're like, I can't dunk. We'll try, motherfucker. Mm, right? Yeah. So, but your th- your layups, your passing, and three pointers on point, but you can't dunk. Yeah. They want to at least see you try. try yeah. Okay. Because then if they see you get close, they're like, you know what? We'll put some weights on his legs. We'll get him. We'll we'll, we'll work him yeah, out we'll work with to him. where he could eventually that dunk. Makes sense. You know what I'm saying? They want to yeah. see your potential. So, um, you have to do a clay for 15 minutes. You have to draw for 15 minutes, and I think the other one was paint or some shit like that, and then an interview afterwards because they want to see where your passion's at so mine must have been garbage because i <laughs> failed like terribly yeah so that whole summer i worked my ass off i had to go to some school over here um hillcrest high school for a year didn't talk to nobody didn't make any friends just kept my head down stay out of trouble it was like doing time yeah right not that i ever have um <laughs> so then i tried out the second year that or the, the next time after the you know my freshman year yeah. and i made it fucking made it was so happy and once I started going to school, you know, I changed my style up. Uh, I went from being like a quiet nerd to just being like, this is who I want to be because this is who I am. And uh, started noticing like doing like doing art and I was decent. Yeah. I wasn't great. I wasn't like my sister. But then like, you know, started talking to the girls in the hallway and I was a shit art student. Yeah. It was the worst. Well, that's. Yeah. A, I mean, talking to the girls is an art in itself. Yeah, it was. If I if, <laughs> if roaming the halls was a um, was a what do you call it class or a whatever elective? Yeah, I would have been like a plus 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 plus. I would have been like the. I would have been valedictorian yeah. in my class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don't do that, kids at home. Yeah. Or, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was just thinking like when, talking to the girls is an art to itself. Like I. That's an art class I failed in high school for sure. Did not talk to any girls. So just like, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> but uh, I, I remember taking art in high school, and I thought I was going to do stuff with art. 
too. Mm. Um, I was like, I, I'm pretty good at this. I'm, and then I realized, no, I'm really good at tracing. <laughs> you know, but uh, me too, brother. But <laughs> but not like the um, that that passion kind of just like it fizzled out. For to where I, I I don't know. I see a lot of people go through that, mm. and that's why I was like, if there was a a passion in there for you, how did you know that the art was like? you so <clears throat> so at booker t right so at the end of your uh when you're about to graduate they have a thing called the senior i don't know if they have it anymore mm. i'm sure they do but they have this senior art exhibit and you get paired off with four other wackos and basically like you all have to come up with the name of the show once again i don't know if they do this anymore but right. at the time they did you have to think of the name of the show what it feels like looks like Blah, blah, blah. What mm -hmm. art pieces, after all these years, you have to show your progression as an artist. You have to have so many charcoal pieces, paintings, drawings, whatever, right? Yeah. Not not necessarily uh, ceramic pieces, just whatever your strength was. So if you're like a drawer, okay, let's see your progression as a, as a, as a you're drawing, yeah. whatever, whatever. So um, I came up with the name. It's called Visual Noise, and I was super proud of it. And then uh, basically we, you know, me and the other artists came together and how we're going to what it's going to look like, all the stuff. And then um, at the end of it, and I was super happy at the end of the show. I thought it went really well. Uh, there's this teacher. Her name is Miss Chambliss. I'll never forget her. She, at the end, they all, there's like a, a panel of four judges that were like, some might have been your art teacher. Or some might have been an AP art teacher. Da, da, da. Mm. And Miss Chambliss looks at me and she's like, Sal, she goes, you are an amazing host. I was like, oh, thank you. And she goes, You'll never make it in the art world. Oh, Basically telling me your artwork is shit yeah. without saying shit. Mm. And you won't you won't do anything with it. You don't apply yourself and but you're an awesome person and you're a great host. Mm. And I walked away from that like, what the fuck was that? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I kind of was like, I'm a great host. Hell yeah, look at me. <laughs> but I'm also like, because I thought my shit was pretty good. Man, that stuck with me for years. And I just always would think about her every once in a while and one day my sister sits me down we i i had lived in new york with her i think at the time and then i took a break and had moved back for like the summer or whatever and she comes down she's like salby i want you to look at this documentary about jean-michel basquiat i'm like who the fuck is jean-michel basquiat <laughs> uh -huh. and she's like he's puerto rican like us blah 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 and uh afro-latino and uh She's like, check out this doc. I'm like, I don't want to see that shit. But my dad's like, come on, let's check it out. Cool. Puts it on. It's on PBS. I'm watching it. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm like Conor McGregor. Who the fuck <laughs> is this guy? Who the fuck is that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? He looks like nobody that I know that does art. Usually I'm like, they're usually like white, mm. you know, they wear all black, and they're emo, yeah. and they're like in the corner, like, yeah. you know, doodling. Quiet, yeah. Have you ever seen uh, Wedding Crashers? Yeah. The brother that does art and gives yeah, it to yeah, Vince yeah. Vaughn? They all look like him. Yes. Okay. And this guy's dreads, he looks cool. He like fucking hangs out with Andy Warhol. He's making, do I mean, he started off homeless, mm. started making money, hung out you know, would lived with his girlfriends, whoever they were when he was homeless. Um, yeah. So basically like when I was watching that, I was like, holy shit, who's this guy? Yeah. And it opened my eyes ever since that day, I would Google him. And then I started painting.
the documentary uh, that kind of pushed you. Well, actually, let me say this. I've had other artists, and, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I hope this doesn't sound mean, but I've had them on here, and it's like I had to, like, pry information out of them. Mm. Like, I was like, I was yeah. like, it was so hard to get information. And they were nice. They were super nice. They were, I call but, those gallery mascots. What, what does that mean? It means they're they're playing it sweet so they can get into a gallery. They're being political about oh. it. Art isn't political. Well, Art is free. Not yeah. literally political. Yeah, Meaning yeah, yeah. like, I'm a rock star. I mean, without sounding too whatever. Yeah. But I'm a rock star. I didn't get into this to be a good boy. Yeah. I came okay. in to be me. Okay. You know I what get, I mean? Yeah, I get that. Because like, you're, like, you're loud. You're like, you're you're outgoing. Like, it, it, I can feed off this energy, you know? Correct. Um. To where, like, the artist is like, well, tell me about your background. Well, you know, um, I was born. <laughs> you know, right. It was, like, hard. I was like, well, where from? Like, what kind of struggles? Did you? But, you know, they're the kind to where, or at least that I felt, my information is in the art. Like, right. so that's where I put my information out. Like, that's right. how I express myself. And I get that. Like, that's how, that's how, that's how it works. That's right. what art does. Um, but also too it's like you know there's a <clears throat> and i'm sure they're nice people but like that's the point is they're nice people i'm not trying to be a nice person i'm trying to be me yeah. and if that's not nice to certain people then fuck you yeah uh there was a shirt by this uh gentleman named massimo bazoki who i grew up loving he's just, just the coolest most passionate guy how he felt about clothing meaning men's suits and whatnot mm. was just the coolest and i was like if i could give a tenth of that to the way i feel about what i do i will be successful and he gave me a shirt and the shirt said it's who you are i never understood what that meant until i was maybe 20 at the time 19 maybe you know 10 years later 15 years later i was like i get it i get what that means now and that's what it means to me it's like you can be an artist and whatever, whatever, but it's not if it's not who you are, I'm not saying that's not who that person is. Just saying it's just like be who you are. Show the people. Don't be afraid. Right. You know, that's why I'm I'm doing this interview with you. Cause I'm like, I'm an open book, man. Yeah. I, I there's you know, there's only one thing that we talk about, you know, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. that I will not say. And now they're all wondering what it is. What is uh, <laughs> you gotta follow up, like, <laughs> follow up to find out. <laughs> Go to our Patreon right now. No, um, no but you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like it's just like, man, I, I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna be who I am, and yeah. I don't give a fuck what my dad thinks. I don't give a fuck what my mom thinks. All due respect, mm-hmm. but it's like I'm gonna be me. Y'all raised me right, and now I'm gonna go do my thing. And if being the crazy artist, this is not a shtick. This isn't you know a troll, or I'm not Takashi Six Nine. I'm being who I am. You know, mm-hmm. so. Sorry, I was making sure. No, you're fine, brother. You're fine. No, but uh, yeah, that's what uh, I know. My sister dislikes when I say this on the podcast, but like I, I, I for the longest time I, that I can remember, my son's growing up the same way now, and I feel like it's it's uh, it's teaching him something, uh, but it also is making him a little jerk. Uh, but well, dude, I do what I want. You know, I mm-hmm. do what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, don't tell me what to do. And my wife hates it. It's like. Hey, have a great day. Don't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. but uh, it's yeah. it's a joke. But it's also a, a mindset. Like I respect my mom, respect my dad, what they think and what they, uh, you know, what the, what they advise for me. Like I'll take the advice. Right. I, I'll listen to the advice, but then I choose what I think is good for me and what is not. Mm. You know, um, and that's with everybody. You know, family or 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 um, 
friends or, or just people off the street, mm. you know. Uh, but it's ultimately I'll do what I want. Yes. Um, but so that's what that's like with your style, uh, art, and just a, a personality. Mm. Like that, that's coming through. Like you're doing what you want because it's what is good for you, right? Uh, versus somebody that, and not any of my guests previous, right. but right. other people are like. I'm playing nice. I have to. I, I, if it's work to be nice, then dude, that's a lot of fucking work. Yeah, you know. And <laughs> then, okay, so for artists, right? And, and you know, and all due respect to those other artists, but like, what did you get into this for? Did you go get in this to like basically work corporate? Because that's what you're doing when you work for galleries. Because you're not, you're not, you're not hanging in a gallery. You work for them. Yeah. Because guess what they do? They go, give me half. Or give me sixty percent of your work that you provided, just to create a storage for you, so your shit don't get rained on. Right, and so it gets in front of all the right people. My shit gets in front of not all the right people, and there is a prestige to being in a gallery. Mm-hmm. But they hold that over the heads of starving artists because artists are so desperate to sell their shit for five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. They'll fucking. Yeah, I heard a story yesterday. I'm not gonna say who it is because I respect them very much, but it's an owner of a venue that my stuff hangs in. And my stuff, you know, it's in there. Yeah. Um, I, it's my fault for not moving out certain pieces, but he told me a story of a young gentleman who basically devalued his shit for $300. And this kid, I've seen his work. He's talented. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, see, that's the problem. You're whoring yourself out for $300 just because you need to make some money. And there in line, my friends, the rub because that's what's gonna keep you going yeah. is you have to fucking push through that shit. Guess what? I would I would sleep on the street and not make the $300 cuz yeah. you know what happens if I put my stuff on sale for $300 and I'm going to sound like a piece of shit. That's what but I don't give a fuck. It would be mutiny. There'd yeah. be people lined outside this house because there's people that tell me all the time, man, I just wish, man, I just wish. I'm like, well, get your money up. I don't say that to them. I just yeah. think it in my head. But I'm like, hey, man, like you should have you should have bought in year two. Year two, I was selling my shit for only $1,000. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, it's not on me. Like, I'm just doing what I do. And I'm yeah, and I'll take a hit every once in a while. There's, there's slow months. Right. But I will be damned if I sell my shit for $300. Now, there's drawings that I'll do for about $450. Yeah. yeah. I'll admit that. Because... Those are just drawings. They get them framed. They look great. And then it comes up in value. And then right. one day those drawings will be $1,000. Right. But right now, I'm like, these are just drawings. I'm just doodle. Boop. boop. Yeah. And then somebody can always resell your art for more. Like Correct. Right? And that sucks because you don't get any of that. No. It, you know what, though? It does suck. But I understand that's part of the game. Right. And I'm playing this game. And I can create. I can create stuff like this, this, that. I can, I can do it over and over. And that's my gift. That's the gift that God, yeah. the universe, whoever's watching us, gave me is part of it. I can create like a motherfucker. I can churn it out. It doesn't take me a month. That right. took me two days. This took me a week. I'm not, and I'm not boasting. This yeah. is real facts. Like, I can just churn them, dude. Yeah. I can churn them and burn them. And that's why sometimes I'll just, and you know what? It's part of the gift. The gods gave me a gift. Part of that gift is giving to charities, philanthropy. You know, I'm... I'm sad to see certain pieces go just because I love them so much. But I know somebody else is going to love it even more and it's going to raise money for a good cause. But going back to your point, um, artists that... uh, I went off on tangent. No, no, that's perfect. You know, something that with art for me, 
I and I've said this before and I pissed off an artist once and it's like I'll see stuff that is called art and I was like, dude, this is this is what is it? like it's just like a, a a pole with a beer can on it. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, whatever. But then you know, I guess for somebody else it is stuff. But like for me, like stuff like this, like it is super cool. Like it speaks to me. Thank and you. that's what um that's what people say all the time, you know, like in those fancy shows like or fancy art shows. <clears throat> Like, it let us speak to you. Let us speak to you. And I'm watching, like, really nice paintings. And I'm just like, it's nothing for me. Mm. Like, I don't I don't get anything out of that. Art, but, yeah, it's so... Uh, but by the to, way... Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 sorry. Yeah, to yeah, what I was saying yeah. is, like, to your point of, like, I won't sell for the $300. I won't... But that makes sense to me because that's... You put your passion into it. Um, and if you sell for lesser than what you feel, then you're, like you said, devaluing yourself. And that's what the art piece is going to be worth. Correct. You know, if Correct. you're if you're if you're pricing it at a different, that's what that price is. That's what that piece is worth. Correct. You know? Now, um, Jean-Michel Basquiat. Going back to that, it's mm-hmm. called the Radiant Child. That the was Radiant the name. If anyone wants to check it out, it's called the Radiant Child. Um, you can buy it. I have it on Voodoo. I watched that thing. I watched that thing probably twenty times. I could quote a lot of the scenes in it, like from people that talked about him. Mm-hmm. Um, I digress. There was, um, you know, going back to talking about not devaluing, excuse me, the art. Um, there is a gentleman that I sold a piece to and he had serious art in his house, him and his wife. And I showed him a piece. It was a crocodile piece. And it like took me four hours to make. He's like, I love that one. I told him the dimensions. He goes, how much is that? And I told him how much. He goes, he looked at the other piece. He goes, okay, so I'm buying this one for this much, right? What if instead of this much, which I can't remember the price, but it was a lot of money. Yeah. Give it to me for a few thousand less. This thing would have been sitting in my house. I said, okay. Because he's a collector. He's a legit collector. I brought that thing to his house with my installer who installed it. He stared at that thing on his couch. A white man Mm. who doesn't know me from Adam. Right. And being Latino, that's a lot. Because our people, I'm half Puerto Rican, half Mexican. Our people work for these people. Mowing their grass. They don't think about us. Yeah. But this white man is thinking about me, looking at that piece, staring at it. I have a picture of him on my Instagram. Uh-huh. He's staring at it like you would have thought he was staring at a Picasso. And that, to me, it's almost like when The Rock told a comedian. How did you, the comedian asked The Rock, the wrestler, uh-huh. how did you know you were going to make it or you were good? Because the wrestler, The Rock, was asking him, how did you know what bit did you do that you knew was going to make it? You yeah. were going to make it. The Rock told the the comedian when he to- asked him it back to him, he goes, "It's one I do. I can cut promos." To me, that was my promo. Yeah. To me, that's how I knew I was great. Not good. I'm great. Yeah. Because when The Rock told somebody, "What's your name?" It doesn't matter what your <laughs> name is, right? Yeah. That's why I say life is pro wrestling. Yeah. Art is pro wrestling, whether you know it or not. Yeah. I knew it right then when he saw that. That was my promo. That was one of many promos I've cut in my career. I'm saying this more for me. So yeah, when yeah. I hear this back. It gives me inspiration when I have my dark times. Yes. Um, do you go through those a lot, or do you get those? Because like, I'll say this: like with uh, with the podcast, this is right now side, even though it's moving, it's doing things. Um, uh, sometimes I think about, it, I was like, dude, who am I? Who, who am I that I get to meet these people mm-hmm. and share their story? Like, who I'm, you know, nobody in in a sense. Uh, so that like, I have real bad self talk. But it's really good in the fact that I also it motivates me. Yeah. So I like like I'll call myself a fat ass piece of shit, and then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go work out. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I got but you, but I got my you. wife and everybody's like, don't don't do that to yourself. Don't do that. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what motivates me. So when I I'm a, when I'm in the shower going, why the fuck am I still doing a podcast? What is this? Uh, that's me first bringing myself down first, mm. and then just to build myself back up. It's like, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go meet South Famous. I'm gonna go mm. uh, to Austin to talk to Rami. I'm gonna talk. You know. Yeah. And that pushes me like. But um, when when you get down. Like you have all these pieces in your house that, like to me, I'm just like, wow, you know. Mm, but thank you. do what? What do you see? Like, do you in your dark, dark times? Do, do they motivate you? Like, what kind of dark times do you have? Um. So, you know, I referenced somebody on Rami who I love very much. His name is Coach HP. Shout out to the coach. Um. I asked him kind of the same question. He's like, you never get stuck, right? Oh, you never yeah, feel dark. That. And in my head, I'm like, I wanted a little bit more though. But I know what he's saying. Yeah. But I wanted probably an answer like I'm going to give you right now. Yeah. Um, they call that what you're feeling. They call that imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had to think about it. Uh, but basically, like, you know, that's why I love stand-up comedians so much. I love pro wrestlers and stand-up comedians. Because to me, everything's pro wrestling, right? And to me, everything's like stand-up comedy. Like for me, when I do my... When I'm posting on my Instagram my new pieces, those to me is like my working out my material. Mm. And my special is when I make a sale or if I get a commission. That's my special, right? Um, so there's a lot of stand-up comedians. They're like, you know, when I burn my material, I have to start working on new new stuff. And they have a hard time because you have to creatively work that muscle again and come up with things that are better than what you created before or mm. as good. Right. Um, so I get not the inspiration imposter syndrome i just get the dark times a lot as far as you know when it's quiet and you're not bringing on the bacon man it gets rough mm. it does get rough and it's yeah. not all about money but money is what makes the world go yeah. round, yeah. and it you keeps have you to live. exactly yeah. and um you know when i'm in the rarefied position where you know i can uh you know keep keep the bills on a steady wavelength enough to where it's like, now I can go buy the toy that I wanted to go buy, like the car or the your house, whatever. When I get there, I'll know I made it. Um, but for the dark times, I think I just kind of like, I have to recalibrate a little bit and just watch something that inspires me or the genre mm. show, you mm. know, the, the documentary yeah. or look at another artist that's like making it and them talking about their times mm. and just kind of just being like, well, I was... I have to remind myself I was homeless. So this is better than being homeless, right. like way better. Right. And like talking to other artists that are like going through their shit and they're talking about how they're talking about art. And I'm like, fuck, I made way more on a piece than you're making. And you're still yeah. grinding and no disrespect to no, them. No, no, it's yeah. more like you're grinding so hard and I'm grinding too. But like you don't realize how dope your shit is. And I realize what my looks like and like I'm selling mine for like triple quadruple what you're selling yours for and like that's so crazy to me. like it's it bugs me out a little bit if that makes sense yeah, yeah so when I'm going through my dark times I just try to like get out and like or work on art and post and just keep pushing that keep pushing that shit because it's like that you just never know it's like that old uh saying like you're chopping that tree you're chopping that tree you're chopping tree and that tree's about to fall and you're just like fuck this I give up yeah yeah. You have to just keep just go back and sharpen your blade and keep chopping. Take a break, maybe even yeah. push back. Like I'll go, I'll leave the house. 
I'll go to a bar and I'll just fucking hang. And I'll talk to somebody who's just living dark. They're just like, I hate my life, blah, blah. I lost my job. I'm like, all right, life's not so bad. I'm blessed. Yeah. I'm blessed. I have to remind myself like with little things like that. And, yeah. and don't have imposter syndrome, dude. Try your best not to. I I, yeah. I used to get it in the beginning, and I, I, I had to talk myself out of that ledge. You yeah. know what I mean? So off of that ledge. Excuse me. No, no, no. That's that's interesting. I don't I don't know. Like I I know people tell me to stop doing. Like actually, on the way here, so I'm pointing this way. Nobody can see him. Uh, my friend Victor's on here, uh, helping out. But on the way here, he was kind of like telling me the same things. Like, dude, you have this. You're doing this. Uh, you need to be more. Um, obviously, I already forgot what you said. Uh, just have more confidence in what you're doing. I think something like that. <laughs> but the thing is, it's uh, it's. It, for me, I, I know I have a really bad ego. Mm. So if I feed into that, then this is this doesn't exist. Mm. This conversation doesn't exist because your head gets too big. Because yeah, because then you're mm. gonna you're not gonna be like no fuck this guy, you know. Mm. Uh, so I I've I've learned to like you can't be that kind of. I don't like being that kind of guy. Right. Uh, so. I do talk myself down a lot. I was like, bring I just to be in perspective. Like, you know, like I don't know. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, it but does. It's like it does. it's. It. I think we all have an ego, and I, I don't like to feed that ego. Okay. Um. I like to, I like to uh, sh- I share my accomplishments, and I, I like the success of, you know, different things that I get to do, and I I, I will celebrate that. Mm. But then let's move on. Let's yeah, move, yeah, let's, for sure. let's go to the next thing, and let's keep moving. Um. And it goes along with like, I I don't I when people talk shit about me or whatever in person or life whatever, it doesn't affect me. And mm-hmm. it's something my wife always talks about. It's like, how do you not let it affect me? I don't think about it. But at the same time, when somebody compliments me, I don't think about that either. Mm. It's like thank you, and then mm. we'll move on. Interesting. But it's it's what helps me to continue to like push forward. So whenever I am in the imposter syndrome or the dark times. I'll talk shit to myself and then we'll, and then I build myself back up, hmm. you know? Uh, but, um, I don't know why we made it. I made it about me right now. See? No, no, you're good. It's good. I mean, it's, it's good to hear though. Cause it's like, somebody's going to hear this. And yeah. It's going to help them. Cause maybe they're thinking the same way. I yeah. will say this though, you know, Tom Brady, I think I had a quote where it's like, you have to enjoy and celebrate when you get a win. Yeah. Right. And so I have two rings that I wear that mean the most to me. There's this one that has my logo on it. In this one, I bought this one after I was homeless for several years. I used to go in this jewelry store, and I told the guy, I was like, "I'm one day I'm gonna come back and buy that." Yeah. And I was living out of my backpack, and he's a sweetheart of a guy, and he's probably like, "Yeah." <laughs> and for that was year one, so then maybe four years later, five years later, I went in and bought it. And it was not cheap. It's yeah. gold, real gold. Yeah. And then I had him custom make this one recently when I sold my my biggest art piece in yeah, my career nice, yeah. thank you and i always told myself i'm have a ring with my pinky ring with my name on it because my theo had one and he was a boss and i told my dad when i bought it i said look at this i said my theo trini and i are the only two people in the family that ever had a ring gold ring yeah. with their name on it um so these are my two super bowl rings to me mm-hmm. um bruce lee had a quote too is like don't ever joke about yourself or or kid in a negative way because you're the spirit doesn't realize what's real and mm. what's not. So I would just say, and you have your own way of dealing <laughs> with your thing. I'm just going to yeah. say, in my humble opinion, I, I try my best not to shit talk myself. Yeah. The only shit talk I do say to myself 
because I have to get to the gym is like, I got to get my fat ass to the gym because <laughs> yeah. if not, it, it goes to shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm working on it like yes. everybody else. But that's the only thing I'll do. Other than that, man, I'm like, man, let's do this with the art. Yeah. Let's do it. I There was rare time before I started art where I'd be like, oh, I'm not blah, blah, blah. Now I'd look at other artists and be like, why are they? You know, and that's that's not good either. You yeah. shouldn't compare yourself to other people. Yeah, no, that, and that's something I definitely I, I don't I don't do. I, I don't I don't compare myself to other people. Um, but it's sometimes I feel like for for things like this for art um, that where you it almost seems like it is up against somebody else. Uh, it's kind of hard not to, you know, mm. right? Or I I would I don't know, maybe it is different for you, but. Like I'll listen to other podcasts, and obviously yeah. I'll listen to like the big ones, uh, Joe Rogan and mm-hmm. and you know comedians, and but then I have friends that do do it as well, and I that's where I'm saying like I don't compare myself to what they're doing. I love what they're doing, and I and you know push them as well. But uh, and we push each other. We jump on each other's podcasts. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like like when they get a sponsorship, I'm like, why am I not getting? Or, right. You know, it's like right. I can't do that. Like I'm. Yeah. But then also they're like they was like you got. The, you got the guests like you got uh, like Victor was saying over he's like do you have like uh, oh that's what you said validity it's like because you yeah. have the you have the guests on there um, anyways enough about me dude uh, no you know what <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny it's like you, you sound like me you're just a podcaster cause like people will be like oh you sold the Snoop and Bobby Lashley and uh, what's his name Ron, Ron White yeah. Terry <laughs> Crews like why don't you have more followers why don't you get more business? and it's like I have no idea. The universe has other plans for yeah. me. I'm not like dogging myself out, but I'm just like, I know it's going to take maybe a few more, maybe one more. And, and just people know, they, just, they know about me, but then they, there's people that are collectors. Like I just did this live painting that mm-hmm. had no clue who I was. Now in the podcast world, there's this uh, podcast uh, on YouTube, Kill Tony. It's like a stand up mm-hmm. where they, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. preview. You're like, to me, you're like the Enrique Chingon, Chingon I think it's Chingon or something like that. Yeah, Chingon yeah. of the of the podcast world right now. You have your own style. You know what I'm saying? But you you have you have a lot of potential, dude. Yeah. Like you're, I'm I'm enjoying myself. You interviewing <laughs> me, and it's you know, and I've been on you know a couple others yeah. where I, I enjoyed them. But yeah. this is like you have your own flow. It's cool, no, I, man. I appreciate Very that. cool. Yeah. I appreciate that. And then the compliment then. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You're like, oh. No, uh, oh, well, speaking of style, you know, we're uh, <clears throat> before we close out, and uh, I, I do, let's go back to the art. Yeah, um, your your style. We talked about how unique it is, and then your, your graphene, 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 graphene. You can call uh, it whatever you want. No, no, I, I like that word. Uh, I like that you were able to come up with a word for your style. Mm. Um, how do you make sure you don't get out of your style? Because you have different. Different things that you're talking about, like, and some are like, um, some are, are, are about what's going on in the world, like the, the COVID one over there in 2020. Yep. Uh, and then there's some that I could be about anything. Um, my favorite one is the the bull. Like, I don't see like any, it, it, it speaks to where it's like, it could be about anything. It could be about a bull. It could be Correct. USDA. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So it could yeah, yeah, be yeah. almost also as well, like the, you know, um, the food industry, the, the agriculture. You nailed it. <laughs> Thanks, it's man. About, it's about uh, factory farming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. But it also. But it, it could mean looks, anything. It looks awesome. Thank you. Um, Thank you. But how do you make sure not to stray away from the style? Uh, so then when I get stuck, I just, I watch a Basquiat documentary, that same one I just mentioned, because people are like, I'm not trying to be Basquiat. I'm trying to be yeah. me. Right. But 
I want people to know because it's an homage that this is who I was inspired by, and people tell me that all the time. Not not you know not I'm not trying to be whatever or sound pompous, but like it's true. They they tell me that all the time. Like oh, you remind me of John Michelle. I'm like hell yeah, that's the biggest compliment you ever get. But I'm not trying to be him. Right. I'm trying to be me. Right. But show people this is who I was inspired by. Right. Um. So when I start kind of getting away from things, I'll stop, and then I'll be like, dude, I'll look at the documentary. Like, be inspired by Jean again, but then go, don't be some, I have to tell myself out loud in this house when nobody's here, except for me and my dogs, yeah. and go, don't be something you're not. Be who you are. Do what got you to the game, to the dance. Mm-hmm. Do what got you to the dance. And then every time I do that, I'll, like, watch something else after the doc, like, I'll have it in the background while I'm painting. I'll turn the doc off, look at something else. Just something else to be inspired by entertainment. Uh, Paul McCartney said you have to, be entertained before you can entertain. Right. right. So I look at something that maybe it's the Spider-Verse movie with all the colors and all that. Mm. Right. And then, then I give myself a beat and come back. That and makes then, sense. then I'm good. That, that works for me. So that makes, that makes sense to like for, for you to get inspired in, in that way. Um, and when you say, uh, do what got you to the dance, how do you make sure that you try not to recreate the same piece again? Good question. Well, so when I feel like I'm, Doing the same thing, um, which is people tell me it's like faces, like so skulls, right, mm. or faces. And I know I do a lot of it, but I I like it. Yeah. Like it just comes out, and I do it differently every time. That's like you, you can't you can't sign your name the same every time. That's how they know it's not forgery. You're not mm. your your name is signed different every right. time. I, I think that's true. Um, that's what I heard. But um, basically, so um, what I'll do is like I'll like watch a movie. Or um, I'm trying to think, what did I do last time? I did a buffalo based off of um, someone telling me something about my heritage that I never knew, and I was inspired to do a white buffalo because I thought it'd be dope. Yeah. And I don't do animals, uh-huh. um, but yeah, like I'll just kind of like I don't know. Something will hit me like the other day. Like I don't do sports stuff, but the Rangers won well, the yeah. World Series. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, it'd be super challenging for me because I don't do sports yeah. to make sports high end art. You know what I mean? So I was like, I'm going to do two because there's one at this place, this other place down the way, and there's one at this other place that we're going to go to after this. Right. And I was like, I want to do something but make it into my style, but it has all the little Easter eggs of them winning the World Series. Yeah. And so the next one, and yeah, I don't that's know. Right. Do that, the little Easter eggs or the little things that you put in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. binary numbers that you yeah, put. Yeah, binary. Hey, binary stuff. code. You got it, dude. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even have to explain it to you. Hell yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, like, and a lot of my collectors enjoy that, too. So, when they ask me for a um, a commission, like the one I did recently was based off of Atlas Shrugged. And it's a it's a libertarian book. And he loves it. And uh, I did it in a way where it was, like, mine. So, like... One of the images from Atlas Shrugged is the guy holding the world, you know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's holding the world on his shoulders. El and, mundo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I did the world like in a crazy way and did some things in it. And then I made the guy look like a robot. Like uh-huh. he let me play with it and he loved all the Easter eggs I showed him in there. So um, Easter eggs are a big part of kind of what I do. Um, but then the next one, for some reason, and I, I, I take a couple of days when I think about this, but something's channeling me to do a, a piece, uh, Alex Parea, the UFC fighter. Okay. So I'm not going to do it like this is Alex Parea, yeah. but he likes to come out with all the war paint, he told, you know, with the headdress yeah, and shit. Yeah. And the music is so cool that he walks out to. So I'm going to make it like the Brazilian colors background. So it's going to be yellow base with the green and the blue with like a scrape and then mm. in the middle be his face I'm gonna throw 
these little Easter eggs in them. I actually might write it in Brazilian. Yeah. Like champ. And then the 290, I think he won the heavyweight in 295 was the last one they just had. I'm a huge UFC right. fan. So shout out to Alex Pereira. So uh, that's the next one I'm going to do. But awesome. I, I go based off my gut, man. I trust my gut. My gut's yeah. gotten me as far as I've gone. You know that's, I mean? so, that sounds awesome. Uh, do you, do you trust work? your gut? Yeah. If you, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> With tortillas uh, y todo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, um, do you listen to like music when you're working? No, sir. No. Podcasts. Oh, for real? Podcasts, yeah. It's weird because music was great, and I still love listening to music, but I usually love bumping it in my car, kind of. Yeah. But, man, recently, like, all the stuff that I'm learning is from podcasts, and then sometimes I'll listen to a podcast. Like, I have a podcast on, but be watching, like, a movie on TV with the sound off. So, as the movie's playing, I might see something that stimulates, like, my creative mind, yeah. or the podcast might have someone that says something. I think I did. I can't remember. I did a piece where the person on the podcast said something that, and I was like, ooh, I want to do a piece on that, whatever it was, and I forget what the fuck it was, but it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was super awesome. That's badass. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean. You got to pull inspiration for wherever you can. Yeah. And I love your hat, by the way. Because the, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, Yeah, I love that. My wife told me to wear it. I was like, "It's his style. It's badass. This would be. I love it. Yeah, I caught that. That's a badass. Yeah, so she actually recommends, like, wear the hat. For him. Good call. Good call. <laughs> I love good. it. I love it. Um, so we're getting close to the end. I appreciate this conversation. Yeah, man. Thank um, you. Thank you for I'm having gonna, me. I'm going to ask for your two hearts of fast story, but before we do that, um, which also before we close anything out, like I said, I appreciate, I feel like we could have hours of conversation. For sure. Uh, so I would I would love to have you back on uh, if, you're, if you're willing to come back on. Yeah, I would love to. <laughs> I would love to, dude. Um, Absolutely. It'd be an honor. Hopefully it'd be in San Antonio. Yeah, man. Wherever. Uh, I usually say this on camera that way I can say like, yeah, you said. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I truly appreciate your time. I appreciate you inviting us into the, into your home, into your work area. Uh, this is this is badass uh, for lack of any other better word this is badass oh yeah um but where can people follow you and and check out more of your art so right now until i have a meeting with this marketing girl um depending on how the rest of my year goes uh for right now it's just instagram at sal's famous official that's the way exactly the way it sounds at sal's famous sal is plural sal's famous official all one word dang i didn't even ask you about why sal's famous Oh, I can tell you real quick. Yeah. So I was out to dinner or lunch with my sister and my brother-in-law, Stefan. My brother-in-law, Stefan, I call him Jimi Hendrix. Black dude, but he's like, he's not your average black dude. He's like yeah. Andre 3000 for okay. the people who know who Jimi yeah, Hendrix yeah. is, right? So we're sitting there and I'm thinking about... Also, if they don't know who Jimi Hendrix is. He's the fucking <laughs> god, dude. That yeah. guy is the creative god of all gods. Um, He's like Prince before Prince. Um, But basically like... Uh, we're sitting at Calle 12, which is over here. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm noticing like all these like artists that are making it big like alec monopoly his thing is the top hat and it's the monopoly guy then there's king saladin who's out of philly black guy he does the bunny bear and it's Mm. like he does all bears then there's timmy sneaks and timmy sneaks just i don't know what his thing is he just does cartoons (laughs) anyway but they all have names like timmy sneak da da da. they don't go by you know eric estrada or whatever you know what i'm saying so like yeah yeah, exactly right like you know even musicians pitbull right they have like nicknames right So I'm like, what the fuck should I do? So I'm sitting there. And my sister swears she came up with this name, but she did not. My step, uh, my brother-in-law, 
We're sitting there. We're talking. I love Do the Right Thing. It's a Spike Lee movie. If you don't know it, look into it. So Spike Lee, there's the Sal's famous pizza, right? Yes. Okay. So I love that film. I grew up watching that film. Film, excuse me. But it just never clicked how how seamless the name sound to me or catchy. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there and I'm like, I need to come up with a name because Sal is good. It's like mm-hmm. Prince or Cher. Yeah. But I want to have like a like a, a name people can call me when they're like like a tag name basically, yeah, like yeah. a graffiti artist, right? Yeah. So my brother-in-law looks at me. He goes, like, you know who you are? I'm like, whoa. I go, who? He goes, your Sal's famous. And as soon as he said it, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> That's the best shit. And he's a yeah. marketing genius. Yeah. I was like, I'm taking that shit. He's like, yeah, you Sal's famous. Sal's and I was famous. like, hell yeah, I am. And it's a mantra. I believe in speaking words. Yeah. Everything you speak, which is why you got to be careful what you speak I and know. what you think, man. Just saying. No, yeah. no, do, do your thing. Do what <laughs> works. Do what works. Yeah. But basically, like, you got to be careful what you speak. Because you say, I am, whatever after I am becomes true. So I am Sal's famous. Sal's famous. Everybody knows me. That's it. And that's going to be my legacy. You know? The right people yeah. are supposed to know, are going to know me. So. Yeah, I sa- I, that's why I saved this question to the end. Hell yeah. <laughs> good question, dog. That was a good one. Right? No, yeah. no that's that's perfect, man. And, and that's, um, you know, legacy is everything that we're trying to leave behind. So the perfect, perfect. Um, oh, yeah. So too hard, too fast story. It could be a funny story, a cautionary tale, or words of wisdom. I'm going to go with words of wisdom uh, just because that's where I'm at right now in my life. I'm sure I have funny stories, but they might be not be funny. And then drunk stories are, <laughs> you know, those happen yeah, every yeah. day. Oh, no, but sure. <laughs> uh, okay, so my, uh, my words of wisdom are uh, the great Bruce Lee quoted this. Take what is useful, discard what is not, and infuse what is uniquely your own. And whatever that means to whoever listening, that one's for you. That's perfect. That's and then, you know, that speaks to your art. Completely, yeah. Um, I and again, I appreciate this. Um, remember, oh no, yeah, that's the end. Remember, dare to be you, dare to be weird. Bye.